Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. Whether you bleed Husker Red or you can't even find the state on the map, Nebraska is the forever home of the Nobodies, and we want to give it some love. While we've been holed up in California, a lot has been going on in our great former state, including a strange graduation speech by a U.S. Senator, a strip club reopening prematurely, how ironic, and a 66-year-old woman has sued all the gays. All this and more coming up. Hey, I'm Bryce. We're the the nobodies. Experts on nothing. Opinions on everything. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of The Nobodies. Hi, guys. Hello. I'm I'm wearing my Nebraska Nebraska shirt. I know. That was so clever. I am using my Nebraska microphone. (laughs) Yes, yes, you are. Yes, you are. My microphone Uh, cover is red for those that can't see. It's Husker, it's Corn Husker Red. It's it it's so wonderful. Um, Annie, how are you uh, winning this week? Um, well, I'm sure you think that I don't have one based <laughs> on the 25-minute vent session that I just had to you before this. Um, but You did. You just vented to me before we were on the Zoom call. That's what usually happens, actually, when we do these Zooms. If no, if we don't have a guest, we usually sit and talk for like Yeah, it's so true. Because we for whatever reason we like haven't been texting as much lately. And so I yeah. feel like everything's just like built up. But yeah, I just had a 25-minute event session to you because I am definitely feeling the quarantine today. Yeah. And I've just like not been in a good right now. You what? It's hard to quarant win right now. It is, but I have one. Okay. What is it? I read two books last week. Two books. Two books? Yeah. I read two books and each book took me two days to finish. Wow. That is impressive. Round of applause. Thank you. Seriously. What? Okay. What were the books? The Oprah one? The Oprah one I finished. Did I finish? Was that my quarant winning last week? Hmm. I, don't I think I was still in the middle of it. Well, I've said that I said that me setting up my air conditioner it, like three weeks in a row now. So okay, I set yeah. up a second air conditioner and it's been three weeks. I've done it every time. <laughs> I think I was in the middle of it last week, but I finished that one and then I finished the, a book called um, The Idea of You. Is this the one that you're reading with your mom and your sister? Yes. And you do not want to talk to them about it. <laughs> Um, correct. <laughs> so we were like- doing a mother-daughter book club because Mama Wilt came across a, like an article that was just like eight books to get started with your mother-daughter book club or whatever. I mean, something like that. It was like a BuzzFeed article or something. Oh, nice. So she's one of them. Yeah. So she sent it to Em and was like, should we do this? And all of us were like, yeah, this would be fun. And so we just decided to like start at the top and go through. The first one is straight up a porno. <laughs> so the idea, I will say this, it's an incredibly easy read. It's written by Robin Lee, the actress. It's a very easy read. Who? Robin Lee. Hmm. I'm sure look um, her up. 
I think she's been in like some Tyler Perry stuff. Okay. Which don't quote me on that, but I feel like that's where I've seen her. Uh, yeah. You would know her if you, yeah, you'll know her when you yeah, see her. You're right. Yep. She's also um, a singer. Oh. Oh, nice. Cool. Anyway. Um, what do we call that? And she's an author. Is she a triple threat? Uh, yeah. Technically, Actress, yeah. Author, triple. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's really easy to read. It keeps your interest for sure. But there is like very descriptive words for sex scenes. <laughs> Do you remember any? I mean, like just like female anatomy and male anatomy was like vividly described. Was it like, uh, like, uh, was it, was it really descriptive? Was it like outwardly descriptive? Like, he, his rocket or something like, like and his, using inanimate. <laughs> his rocket. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, are they using inanimate objects? Or are they are they actually being really descriptive? No, they're being very descriptive. <laughs> like, I just think it's so funny that this person, that this BuzzFeed article said that mothers and daughters should read this straight up porno to talk I feel like I feel like they didn't like the author of that article did not read that book (laughs) I mean one of the other books is like Jane Fonda's like autobiography which is perfectly normal although there's probably some sex in that too true but it's like this one so basically the premise of this one is that a 40 or a 39 year old mom takes her daughter to a boy band concert and ends up like meeting them afterwards and goes on like this little, she's a divorcee, but she like goes on like this little thing. And for a year, her and this boy band member who is 20, like go on these sexcapades. I feel like this was written about Harry Styles. (laughs) Okay. First of all, it literally said that he's a, they, they describe the description of him is Harry Styles. <laughs> and the article says it's a clear Harry Styles reference. Wow. Maybe like, how did you guess that? Harry did Styles. I send that? Did I say that to you before? No, but I just heard that through like that he likes older women. Well, they all like all these like older, he's like slept with a lot of like older actresses or like women who are, are like in their late 30s early 40s like oh, everybody it is i maybe it's a him maybe it's a true story for robin lee and him based on a true story yeah i mean truly like it was crazy but it was yeah, good i mean no, i finished it in two days so obviously i enjoyed it <laughs> like how stella got her groove back yeah well and m also finished it really quickly wow so it is obviously a very quick read and enjoy i mean it seems like maybe not enjoyable but no, no, the thing is, I very much enjoyed the book. Like, it was a, a good read. Like, I was entertained. I actually, the whole time I kept thinking, like, this would be a really good movie. Oh. Not in, the, like, in the sense of how they made, like, Fifty Shades of Grey into a movie. Right. They could easily do that with this book. Yeah. And, but it was mostly, like, in the back of my mind the whole time, I was like, I have to discuss this with my mother. <laughs> And Emily, it's I mean, too weird. It's like no, no, no. Yeah, it's different talking about it with Emily, but like, I don't know. Anytime like the topic of sex comes up with my mom, I turn into an eight-year-old. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think what most people, most normal people, do. Yeah, 
That's just Emily, such a taboo Emily's subject. Emily's not that way. Emily's just, but she's also married. So it's like. I mean, I don't know why that would, that doesn't make any difference. I mean, I've told you, I mean, like our, my family does not discuss this at all. So this would be very, very awkward if this were ever a conversation that, or like a book club thing that came up. We would probably all stop reading it. Well, my siblings and I do. Like that. I know. And that seems weird to me too. I mean, I guess my siblings and I, have a little bit but no not not to the extent of you guys like you I've talked to I've talked with all of you guys about it yeah no like the all of us are just kind of like well this I mean it is what it is yeah but it's different when parents get involved and I know mom and dad are listening to this right now and probably like hitting the 30 second speed up Well, I will say to piggyback off of yours, I, I was going to tell you, I was waiting for the podcast to tell you this too. I found, I, okay, we talked about it because I started watching that show, The Society, and I told you to watch it because I thought yeah, you would. And I watched 12 seconds of it. And you were like, I'm going to have to pass. It's a, it's supernaturally, so I, I understood. I know you don't like scary movies. No. But it's interesting that you do like things that can happen. You just don't like things that, like, are the are unknown i guess essentially like i don't know i like true crime type stuff i'm down with okay this is that's that's the point i was trying to make is i started listening to and maybe you've already heard this i think that they're old but i started listening to the cold case files it's a podcast they're only like 30 minutes but they're all cold case files and they're all ones that have been solved Oh, and see that I can super get on board with. Yeah, I I was gonna tell you because I think that you would really like them. They're all different cases, and they're like I said, they're only about like thirty minutes long. But I found out that they're on Spotify, and there is a corresponding show on A and E, so it it feels legit. I think that they I don't know for a fact, but I think they actually cover the same stuff. But it's really it's I think you'd like it. It's really good. Just if you're going on walks, like I've been going on walks and listening to like two at a time. Cause it just, okay. Like, I need to do that. I might actually do that this afternoon. I'll send them to you because they're, and you have to start, I'd start from the beginning because then, and then like go down the line. Cause they, they're all different, but it just seems like they're so different from each other. And I yeah. think they do a really good job of like making it like, okay, so this one doesn't sound exactly like the last one. You know. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. I'm going to, I like stuff like that. I don't like stuff like in the society where that entire senior class comes home and everyone in the town is missing. Yeah. <laughs> or like exorcisms. I'm like, I don't, I don't fuck with that. Like, I mean, I just, I feel like even watching things like that is like opening me up to the supernatural. And yes. I don't even want to expose, but also we know that my sister, has experiences with the supernatural. Yes. And the other that could side. be a trigger for you. Yeah, it one hundred percent is. That movie, that movie I told you about that actually fucked me up was was hereditary. Oh that yeah, movie, no. I was like I was like, don't don't watch this. And the main girl's name is Annie. Oh, name- perfect. And I was like, oh God, every time they said it. But that movie, I I will say I did not I I watch scary movies all the time. I love slasher movies like Scream and Halloween and those type of movies. But I, that movie really was like, I couldn't sleep like that night. No, I, that's I, awful. I haven't experienced that in years, in years. I was just like thinking about it. It was so messed up. Anyway. I have a hard time. We have a back staircase, like to get into our apartment complex. 
I have a hard time coming up that staircase at nighttime because like it's a kind of an open staircase. Uh. But when it's dark, you can't see behind the stairs. And so I'm constantly like, I'm going to walk up this and a homeless person or someone is going to grab my foot. And it (laughs) literally scares the shit out of me. Oh, that's terrifying. Stop thinking that. I mean, stop it. Yeah, it's bad. Okay, well, um, so that wasn't my corn winning, actually. Uh, my corn winning is thanks to you. Um, oh, I, I'm, go- well, I'm, going to, I'm going back to Nebraska this week, and um, I needed to get some masks. I have um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I have bandanas, but I wanted to get, like, the masks, you know, that cover your – that go behind your ear, just, like, a little bit more legit because, I mean, bandanas don't do anything. Um, and I was, I went to Target cause I thought maybe they would have it. And it was like such a shit show. There were, so, I mean, I'm not kidding you. The back, the, the line to check out was at the back of the store. And I mean, I got in pretty fast, but just to check out. And I was like, I'm not buying one mask and standing in this line for an hour. No. Like it was insanity. So I texted you while I was there and I just said, do you know anywhere where you would like find masks? You're like, you're like, Oh God, I have no idea. And, uh, and then you go maybe try one of those places on the side of the road. Yeah. I, first of all, just like burst out laughing. Cause I'm like, what the hell is she talking about? What do you mean on the side of the road? What are you talking about? And I, I mean, this is a big parking lot, but as I'm like circling out of the parking lot, I see a man in, with a van, like an ice cream truck, Selling masks. Selling masks. Yes. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> I had to take sure. I was like, I had no idea this was a thing. That yeah. We Not at all. So I got two masks and they were t- for 10 bucks, two masks. Nice. They're they like, not bad. They're nice. No, so it's no. easier to wear. Like, you don't want to wear a bandana on your flight. No. I mean, and, and not that that would, I mean, not that these masks are like, they're not like the N95 ones, but I mean, they're still, I feel like they're a little bit more protective and just more it's comfortable. It's face covering. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're more comfortable than like the bandana that will fall down or whatever. So. Totally. Anyway, that's my corn winning. Love that. Um, okay. Well, so I wanted to, I, I floated this idea by you that we, that maybe we should talk about Nebraska because there are some weird stories that are coming out of Nebraska, but um you know, for obviously for people that haven't listened to this or don't know that we're both from Nebraska, we both grew up in Omaha, we went to the University of Nebraska, and then we moved away. But I want to know, Annie, how would you describe Nebraska to people who have no idea about the state? Like, what would you, how would you describe it to them? Um, I always say that it was like the best place to grow up. Because I think the people in Nebraska are some of the best people in the world, just on like the kindness scale. Yeah. Um, Nebraska in general, like if people are like, oh, should I go visit? I'm like, do you like college football or the college world series? Do you like sports? <laughs> yeah. Like if not, there's probably like other, pl- unless you've been to every other state, like there's or probably, the zoo, like, I guess that's true. The zoo is dope. It's the number one zoo in the world. Yeah. Um, I just think when I think of Nebraska, I think of how amazing the people are. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, a- anywhere in Nebraska, like, everyone talks to strangers. Like, it doesn't matter. Everyone says, hi, hello. I mean, the conversations that people have, will have with, with other people, like, our mothers, to a T, like, would sit and talk to a stranger for, like, 20 minutes and be like, oh, I just met them. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> completely. 
I mean, and then you move out here, and then people are like shunned, like will not look you in the face. Oh, if you think it's bad. Their eyes when they're walking past you. If you think it's bad here, go to Boston. Oh, I'm sure it's way worse. I will never forget. I came home for Christmas. I lived in Boston for a year and a half. And I went home for Christmas in that year and a half. And I was at the grocery store with mom. And this, I walked by a stranger, which now the thought of like walking by a stranger, not wearing a mask is absurd. Is it? But like back then, obviously we weren't. It was like in 2014 or something. And I just went to go walk by them. And she was like, hi, have a Merry Christmas. And it was a stranger. And I literally like almost fell off on the floor. I was like, oh, uh, have a Merry, like have, have a good Christmas. Like it caught me so off guard because for granted, I, I, I hadn't lived in Nebraska in like three years when this happened because I had lived in North Carolina for two and a half years. But in North Carolina, everyone's friendly too, because it's the South. So, but oh my God, it completely caught me off guard. I know it. That's so funny because that's like exactly how my mom is. Like, my, I my I was on the phone with my mom like a, a week ago or something, and she was talking. There was a there's a neighbor who I mean I know, but it wasn't like one of our main neighbors. Like I I I you know know them in, in passing or whatever, but I didn't spend any time with them or whatever. And she was like yelling across the yards, being like, "Oh, isn't Bryce coming home? Like, when isn't he coming home on Sunday? Like, knew every time whenever I was everything that I was." all my travel plans and everything. I'm like, how do people, I mean, that's just how they, that's just what they do. It just still, even though it's a big city, it like operates like a small town. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that would, hopefully that gives you a little bit of a sense of what Nebraska is if you're not from there. But so Annie, what do you love about Nebraska? And I mean, you already sort of said that, but what do you, and what do you not love? Um, there is a certain naivety of people in Nebraska that I have a hard time with. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice because nice. No, like, I, I understand. I th- I mean Nebraska's just also like so conservative. Right. And so I do not live with the same ideals as a lot of Nebraskans and that's okay. Like that's But that that's the one thing I don't like. Like, I think Nebraskans, without the intention of being closed-minded, can be very closed-minded. Yeah. I mean, that's probably true. I mean, the thing is, is, like, it it does – there is sort of, like, a – like you said, it is a big – Omaha, where we grew up, is a big city, but it does have a small town yeah. feel. You know, everybody – I mean, you're really, it's really interconnected. A lot of people, know, you know, people know a lot of the same people and can overlap. So that's what's a little, that's why I think a lot of people, that's probably why, you know, anybody wants to get out. That's like sort of why I wanted to get out is because, you know, you are sort of, you do feel sort of trapped in this circle, which is great for a lot of people. But for me, I was just like, I gotta, I gotta be in a bigger pond here. <laughs> yeah. And just like, it's, you realize how, Granted, we live in one of the biggest country or biggest cities, second yeah. biggest city in the country. So like for us, it is a little bit different, but like even talking to some of my friends that have stayed in Nebraska, it's like, for instance, one of my friends had never heard of Topo Chico. Oh my God. That's the best. I know. And so it's just like soda little, water that you can have. It's yeah. It's soda water. It's it comes from Mexico. It is the, if you like soda water, 
It is the best possible. And soda water doesn't taste like anything, but for some reason, like it's, Topo Chico does. Yes, and it just is like it's it's like a um, crisp. Yes, it's like very like crisp, not and like that, bubbly, not like a hard crisp, not it's like, like a, a sprite, not crisp. like a sprite or Seven Up crisp, but just like the perfect like chef kiss. Crisp. Yes, 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 and so That's even, nuts. which I know it's so dumb, but. <laughs> Like the, Go to North they, Omaha and get some. Also, if they do not give us a sponsorship after this. I know. Well, we don't speak Spanish. I mean, that's a problem. I mean, I speak a little. I mean, uh, I have a minor in Spanish, but can't speak it. Okay. That's something you need to reflect on. Um, so, but no, like even something as little as that where I'm like, wait, what? Like it just makes me realize just like how small Nebraska really is. Yeah. And there's nothing, and again, like I know that's such a small, stupid thing, and there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But it was just kind of like, oh, wow. Like I think I get, I realize in conversations like that, like the experiences I've been able to have when I, just because I left Nebraska, that my friends that have cho- chosen to stay there, which is not a bad thing, may not have. Yeah. If that, I, I'm trying not to sound like, no, that's, I think that, that makes sense. But yeah, no, I mean, I adore, I would not have wanted to grow up anywhere else. I agree with that. I mean, I don't like that they say pop. Really? (laughs) There's something very endearing about it to me. Is it? I I used to find it fine, but now I hate it. What do you call it now? Soda. I mean, I say a soda just because most people, when I say pop, don't know what I mean. But Whenever like, I hear someone say pop, I'm like, I feel like I just have like been in, I feel like I just heard a gunshot. <laughs> like oh my I, God. I, I started saying soda because I lived on the East Coast for four years. So soda. they, if I said pop, they'd be like, excuse me, what? <laughs> um, but in the South, a lot of people just say Coke and that it refers to everything. Oh, true. So yeah. I think I've just now at this point, like, Pop is just very endearing, and I kind of like it. Whatever. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So that's just a little bit about how we feel about Nebraska. I mean, obviously, there's other stuff that I love. You know, I like – there's something about the weather in Nebraska that I really like in the summer when it's really hot and then in the winter when it's cold. Obviously, I don't want to stay there for an in, for a long amount of time, but I do like that feeling because it just feels sort of like home. Mm-hmm. You know, I like oh, that. That's because I, it is. <laughs> I know, but I mean, it. <laughs> but I mean, I just feel like I. You don't get that here. Everything every day is the every day is the same, and I'm grateful and I'm happy most of the time for the weather here. But like, my God, sometimes I'm like, what month is it? Oh, totally. That I and do. Now get, I'm like, like, what day is it? Yeah. <laughs> but that's. I a do miss part. like having a good like solid thunderstorm. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's the thunderstorms are the best. It's going to happen when you're home and I'm going to be so jealous. I'll send you, I'll send you pics. Um, okay. So like I said, a lot, like they said at the beginning, a lot of things have been happening in Nebraska. So were you able to watch this graduation speech? I'll give some context, but I just wanted to know if you. So I watched the first, like once the, he's a what Senator. Yeah. Once he started, I watched his his first bad joke, and then I turned it off. Okay, great. All right. So to give you a context, uh, on Saturday, Fremont High School, which isn't that where your parents went? It is. 
Okay, so in Fremont, they were class. They were class of '78. Okay, this guy, he was Ben Sass, who is the senator, was class of 1990, as he mentioned in the video. But this has gone viral. Basically, he held an online. They held an online graduation ceremony for its senior class. Nebraska Republican Senator Ben Sass, an alumnus of the high school, was tapped to deliver a commencement speech. And it was very bizarre, and that's putting it very nicely. But here's some highlights. And Annie, I tried to like, like make that, like make this small, make these highlights smaller. But I like couldn't. Like, there's too many of them for me not to, at least say on this podcast. So okay. first, he says. So here are the highlights. He says, "Let's be honest. At the start of this, most parents thought we would be." visionary math teachers changing the world. But after about two weeks, we all decided to just default into gym teachers. I'm kidding. My dad was a gym teacher. I'm serious. <laughs> okay, I'll keep going. Graduates, adults don't tell you this, but once or twice a week, someone's going to ask you to climb a giant rope. No reason. Just climb the rope. Uh, there are a whole bunch of people who make a whole bunch of money by just trying to help other people forget high school. They're called psychologists. In fact, 95% of all gainfully employed psychologists, and I'm serious, there are dozens of them that are gainfully employed. Their job is really just to help people forget high school. There will always be money to be made in psychology. No, that's a joke. Do not. If you are headed to college, do not. Do not major in psychology. That's, that part's not a joke. You're going to say stuff at your high school reunion services ceremonies. Remember that time that China started a big global pandemic and created the worst public health crisis in over a century and brought the, ec the economy to its knees and we all had to stay at home and everybody was hoarding toilet paper and we all watched this documentary about some weirdo dude who raised tigers? Then <clears throat> everyone, everybody named Jeremy is the worst. <laughs> We will, and then finally, we will bring that, we'll, we will bring the economy back. We are going to beat the virus. We are going to have a serious reckoning with the thugs in China who let this mess spiral out of control by lying about it. You're kidding. <laughs> there is so much to unpack here. Let me just tell you what I think. Okay, first of all, I think the whole thing is so offensive. It's offensive to China, psychologists, gym teachers, Ben Sass's dad, climbing ropes, not to mention people named Jeremy, although I will say I do kind of agree with them on that. Remember Jeremy Piven from Entourage? Okay, why are you, like, I don't understand. It's, it's Jeremy. Why are we calling it Jeremy? Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. Jeremy, Jeremy like. Piven? Okay, well, he is, I hear he's a real D-I-C-K. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. I've heard, like, what he played in Entourage is, like, what he is in real life, allegedly. Yeah. Yes. Okay, um, but, like. Okay, first of all, he, okay. <laughs> it's so much. There's so much to unpack. What One, was going it's on? Incredibly, the things he said about China are incredibly racist. The thugs in China? That is, it's so ignorant that it actually, when you, up until then, I was like, okay, this is making me want to drink. This is making me want to drink. And now I want to punch that guy in the face. <sighs> You cannot say stuff like that. No, it is unacceptable. Like, that is something that our president would say and would yeah. get trolled so hard for. Yes. You cannot and the thing say that's that. What's interesting about Ben Sass is that Ben Sass is notoriously like against Trump, like, does not support Trump. He's a Republican, does not support Trump. Who wrote his speech? 
I mean, I I assume him. No, there's no way. There's you cannot be like that stupid, and there's no way. Who would write? I mean, like I I don't. Who would? Who? What other person would think that was a good idea to say any of that? My here's my guess. I bet someone wrote it for him, and he didn't even read it before. So he's just regurgitating something that's, I mean, he didn't even. Yeah, I bet they're used, I bet he used a teleprompter and I bet he just read off the teleprompter. That would No be- smart politician. Well, one, no smart politician would do that. But two, no one would write that and put that out on the internet. Here's the only thing that I'm thinking, and we're getting into a little bit of a political ground here. So, but I, I, so I don't want, I want to like toe the line, but I will say that I think if he is, trying to like get reelected or something. I have no idea when his term is up or whatever, but I am just thinking that if he's trying to get reelected, maybe he is appealing to potential voters by saying stuff like that. Or maybe he hates being a Senator. And so he's trying to not get reelected because that would be more logical. (laughs) Like what a twist, what a twist that would be. I mean, either way, I am appalled. Like, okay, but here's the thing with doesn't, like, it's most offensive to the graduates themselves. Like, he says nothing inspiring. Nothing, all nothing all at says, all. All he says, and if you watch the whole thing, guys, if you guys do want to decide to go and watch the whole thing, it's eight minutes long. If you, It doesn't make, like, he, he just basically insinuates that these students are lazy and unfit and i think that he it just screams like dad trying to be cool a dad trying to be cool completely the the joke that i listened to he was literally like you guys have accomplished something huge and no it's not graduating from high school it's putting on a decent outfit that's not sweatpants and walking down to your living room that's your and like i was literally like whoa that's what i'm saying i was like i'm no i'm not gonna waste eight minutes of my life on garbage like that I mean, what in the, like, that's what I'm saying. He doesn't do, he doesn't say anything that's like inspired. All it is is like mounting crap that's happening. Like talking about murder hornets and like all these, he's like all these problems and the economy's tanked and you're entering it in a perfect time in this time or blah, blah, blah. It's like way to be inspiring. Imagine if you were in that class. I'd be so pissed. (laughs) I mean, one, I don't even remember who did our graduation commencement. Like, I don't really remember any of that stuff, but. That's one thing that he did say, actually, though. He said, he said that no one remembers their graduation from high school. Seriously, I. I don't remember. I mean. I can't I'm even remember to, where ours was. I remember my brother's graduation from high school, but not mine. Oh, yeah. No, I do remember mine. I don't remember was any a, of that stuff. I remember my graduation from college, but that was, I mean, more recent. Right. I really don't remember that. (laughs) I think I only remember it because I moved to North Carolina the day after. Oh, well, yeah, that would make, that would be, uh, that would make sense. Yeah. But um, no, honestly, my, one of my cousins works for the Fremont school district. I should. Yeah. What his thoughts are. Oh gosh. It's just like, thanks for the pep talk, Senator. That is horrific. And he should be ashamed of himself. (laughs) I like the, the thought of him. I like that you think that he doesn't want to get real. Yeah, I think he's literally like, okay, how can I, how bad can I blow this? So then maybe they'll want to impeach me or whatever you do for senators. 
Whatever you do, yeah, impeach, no. Okay, so the next topic uh, that I wanted to talk to you about is that a Nebraska strip club, actually Omaha, where we're from, uh, opens despite urging against uh, from the local government. So club owner, Club Omaha owner, which is the name of the establishment, Club Omaha, which I've never heard of, but- Where is it? It's like out west. Um, but it says club Omaha owner Shane Harrington has decided to reopen a strip club based on his reading of the state's health directive, which says that in order to mitigate COVID-19 related food distribution, food and beverage sales at restaurants, bars, taverns, private clubs, and any dine-in establishments are allowed starting back on May 4th, as long as businesses don't exceed 50% capacity. The club doesn't serve food or alcohol. But Harrington considers it a private membership club, um, and uh, even though even though I don't think those clubs like like the definition, it's obviously a, the definition of a gentleman's club, and that category wasn't supposed to open till May thirty first, according to the governor. But I wanted to say what's interesting about this is that they did speak to one of the workers. Well, first of all, what do you think about this? They're wearing masks, so they were wearing masks. The dancers are. The dancers were wearing masks. And the patrons are obviously wearing masks. And there was only like 17 people that came for the reopening. <laughs> but okay, as stupid as I think this is, <laughs> I feel like he has a point. I kind of agree too. And not to mention, I feel this, okay. This, what I'm going to say could anger a lot of people. <laughs> but I don't mean it in a disrespectful way. The, and I'm going to refer to them as dancers. They they are dancers. They are. They would not qualify for unemployment. And typically right. when you find yourself in a situation where that is your employment, you are in like a desperate situation anyway. Yeah. Most times. Again, I know there are, there are sex workers and there are dancers that choose to do that. That's fine. But for the majority of people that you're doing that because you're in a desperate time anyway, and then to have it closed down and not be eligible for unemployment. Yeah, it's. I kind of have to give props to the guy for doing it. Well, and he even said, he said, I had to tell the girls that we, that I may get ticketed and we may have to shut down, but to come in and, and do this or whatever. And actually they did speak to the funny that you mentioned that because they did speak to one of the dancers, um, she said she's worked at Club Omaha for six months and said she's excited to be back at work. She said, people don't see us as real people. They just think that we spread the coronavirus. It's tough. I haven't gotten any Not money from they any- think you're spreading. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so true. But you said, it's tough. I haven't gotten any money from anybody. It's kind of put my life on a complete pause. Well, no kidding. I mean, what do you... But that's what I mean. Like, Pete, I mean... Maybe they should have car washes. But exotic dan- exotic dancers have to be able to pay rent too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it is just it is what it is. Exotic dancers. Well, so I mean, if it's cat, like I, well, I mean, like I guess they house? they probably like were eligible for the as long as they've done their taxes, they would have been eligible for the stimulus check. Yeah, at least. But still, I mean, that twelve hundred dollars isn't paying rent. No, well, I mean, in Nebraska, maybe it'll... It might get you by one month, but it's not going to pay your rent the entire time we're in quarantine. So, 
No, you know, I mean, up to the 17 people that went for the reopening to support 100%. And also, like, maybe do a little internal reflection on why you needed to be there on the grand opening day. <laughs> grand reopening. And yes. you know what? Maybe I'll go here when I get back to Omada, support local. You should. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. <clears throat> uh, the next topic that I wanted to tell you about, which is a real humdinger. Um, have I used that word on this podcast? You have. And I still prefer that you would not. Okay. Um, A 66-year-old woman in Nebraska has sued all homosexuals. The woman filed a a lawsuit against homosexuals asking a federal judge to once and for all decide whether or not homosexuality is, quote, an abomination. Now the details of now that uh, now it's like God now this was this actually happened a couple years ago but this I think the details have finally came out so the lawsuit was filed by plaintiff Sylvia Ann Driscoll because I don't mind putting her name on blast no uh, ambassador this is what she's this is she first of all this is a handwritten filing this wasn't this isn't like it, it was like written in cursive like a hor- like a horribly cursive horrible was she cursive. going to represent herself in court or did she obtain an attorney i'm not sure that's a good that's a good question but it says the lawsuit was filed by the plaintiff sylvia ann driscoll comma this is her title ambassador for plaintiffs god and his son jesus christ who wrote a <laughs> seven page handwritten complaint against the defendants homosexuals their given name homosexuals their given name homosexuals, their alias gay. The complaint filed in Driscoll versus homosexuals did not appear to be written by a professional lawyer, so it's hard to determine exactly what law Driscoll was accusing the homosexuals of violating or even how she earned the title ambassador for God and Jesus Christ. Uh, What was clear to her is that homosexuals are sinners, but gay people argue they aren't. She wanted the judge to make the decision, are gay people sinners or not? She said, and this is, quote, that homosexuality is a sin and that they, the homosexuals, know it is a sin to live a life of homosexuality. Why else would they be hiding in the closet? I'm 66 years old, and I never thought I would see the day in which our great nation and our great state of Nebraska would become so compliant to the complicity of several of some people's lewd behavior. <laughs> okay, wait. Can we talk about how she, said, how she said... Yeah, this woman needs to be at like fifty-one fifty immediately. For sure. She's- um, but can we talk about how she said they know it's a sin, which is why they're hiding in their closets? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I mean, like, what though? I, like, to seriously, you're sixty-six years old. Why do you have time for this? Well, why she's is probably. I mean, this is all she has time for. Oh yeah. I guess, but how stupid! Well, it was she filed. Needs to be committed. That's the word I was looking for. She needs to be committed. Yeah. Because, like, I, I don't think God and Jesus Christ, frankly, are looking for someone to like prosecute people that aren't doing anything wrong. Exactly. Not to mention, if you were an ambassador of Jesus and God, you would know that, like, they, like, God made these people like this. Yeah. Like, that's the, I don't know. Have you ever heard of Lady Gaga, woman? You were born, they were born this way. Yeah, exactly. She's awful. Yeah. (laughs) 
What is her name? Sylvia Ann Driscoll? Yes. Okay. Well, I want to find maybe her email we address. Should, yeah. Well, uh, maybe, or maybe I, when I go back to Omaha, could like. Please a, look her up. I know your parents still have a phone book, and that lady's definitely in the phone book. But I wonder, I don't know if she's from Omaha. That's the only problem. I think she might be from somewhere else. I, it doesn't say, but I don't think. Oh, like she was just, she, it happened in the state. Yeah, she's in Nebraska, but I don't know if she's in Omaha. Got it. Um, okay, well, I mean, she's 69 now, so how convenient. <laughs> I just, I have like no, you, I, mean, I mean, literally I said my biggest complaint about Nebraska is that people can be closed-minded there. So thank you for proving my point. Yeah, and, and obviously not everybody is like that, but... No, 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 but like, I, and I'm not saying that. I'm just saying people... No, I know, be. I know. Yeah. Um, I mean, my my parents are two of the most open-minded people I've ever met, and they're born and raised in a small town. So it's yeah. like, it, I know it's not everyone like that. No, But of it's just, not. that shit just cannot be tolerated. No, it's like, get out of the stone age. Right. And I just, think the most... Here's my thing. Just let people live their lives. Oh, yes. Like, who cares? Why? Yeah, if it's not affecting you, why does it matter? Right. Like, do you remember that influencer that was, like, going around and licking toilet seats? Yes. It's like, okay, go be a dumbass. Like, whatever. And then get the coronavirus. Right. And that's, but that's the whole thing. And I'm definitely not comparing homosexuality to licking toilet seats because it's not, like, you love who you love and that's it period. Mm-hmm. Like 50 years ago, it would have been, it would have been illegal and it would have been against the law for T and I to be together. Right. Like just everybody just leave people alone. Yes. Mind your business. Yes. I want to do the thing where you shit into a, a bag and light it on fire and put it on their porch. What do you call that? I don't, I don't know what it's called, but that's a very Florida man thing to do, and I think you need to relax. <laughs> okay, true, true. All right, so the last thing I have is I want to do, so since we've been talking about Nebraska, obviously we love Nebraska. There's some weird shit that's been going on there, so that's why we had to talk about it, but um, I think we... And those def- stories are definitely not indicative of the state as a whole. Hell no. But I just it, have to it, say it, that because absolutely. I really do love Nebraska, and I do too. I just think I yeah. think though it's from it from an outside lens. It is funny because we did you know we have the authority to speak on this because we're we were from there you know we're from there and we yeah. have since moved away. But it's just fun. I mean like it's so weird that these stories especially like the, especially the first two came up. <laughs> I was like we have to do a show about Nebraska. Amy. Yeah. Just cra- I just don't want, because we are, we do have a lot of listeners that don't live in Nebraska. I don't want people to think that those are the stories. I mean, we came out of there, so it can't be like all bad. Well, speak for yourself. Okay. My, Sammy came out of there. <laughs> so it can't be all bad. And I just, I feel like the majority of people in Nebraska are the kindest, hardest working people that Ever lived. That ever lived. And they don't get enough credit for that. No. And everyone is so nice and they will give you the shirt off their back without like- 100 Without hesitation. Yes. And not even like, not even saying a word. Yeah. 
completely. Here, take it. No, everyone's very generous and stuff. So that is not indicative, but it is hilarious that. It is very Florida, man, which just proves that any state can be Florida. <laughs> yes, for real. Okay, so there are there are some really silly laws in Nebraska that have either, you know, some of the law, some of these laws that I'm, first of all, I want to do Annie's approval. Oh, I was hoping that that's what we were going to do with these. So there are some weird laws and I just want to see what that like, and so, like I said, disclaimer, some of these laws have been, may have, may have made sense when they were enacted, but later became antiquated and probably forgotten, but I'd still like to get your approval on them, which I don't know. I, I think some of them have been repealed, but I think the majority of these have not been repealed. Oh God. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. The first one is people with gonorrhea aren't allowed to get married. (laughs) (laughs) Do you approve? I mean, gonorrhea is curable. So curable. Yeah. I mean, that's up to, again, let people live their lives and let the couple work that out on their own. Also, like, how would you enforce that? Oh, you checking everyone's buttholes? Like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, well, also, I don't know if gonorrhea is a disease of the butthole. <laughs> Wait, it's not? No, it's like an ST. I mean, you could probably get it there, but it's an STI, so it's like... Oh, it's in your wee-wee or your hoo-hoo. Yeah. Okay. You are Your maturity level when it comes to these things is next level. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Okay, uh, the next one is... Your wee-wee or your (laughs) hoo-hoo? If a child burps or farts in church, his or her her parent could could be arrested. Do you approve? Um... (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, not arrested, but, like, a kid should be... I, I do not like burping. Like loud burping. Like I've belching. Podcast. Like belching though is just drives me crazy. And so there should be some sort of punishment. <laughs> I mean, I think I think it it really depends on the gravity of the fart. Yes. Of the flatulence. You know, like, like if it's like people their eyes are burning, like you deserve yeah. to be punished. They're like about Arrested to pass Arrested is extreme. Arrested is extreme. Maybe reprimanded though. Maybe detained. Ooh, maybe detained. No, maybe like publicly stoned. <laughs> <laughs> or just like shamed. Oh, maybe not stoned, but like throw like fruit or like a tub, like applesauce or something like t- throw something on them. I mean, oh. also like what, who made that? Like what a stupid law. I know. Hilarious. These are all great. Um, next one is condoms can only be sold by doctors. Do you well, approve? That defeats the purpose. <laughs> you can't only have doctors sell condoms and then not allow people with gonorrhea to get married. <laughs> that's so counterproductive. It is. I'm not, no, that's, I do not approve. Okay. Bars can't sell beer unless they're also simultaneously brewing a kettle of soup. Do you approve? Absolutely not. Who the fuck wants to drink soup while they're drinking? Who drinks soup? No, but you I'm slurp it. But I'm saying like, who when when I'm like pounding drinks, I'm not gonna add more liquid. Well, you don't want something like super hot and like yeah, probably like creamy and. 
Oh, that is so bad. When it's a hot day and you're brewing a kettle of soup. Also, I am just thinking about, about like the college bars we used to go to. I'm not eating any soup coming out of the fucking rail. Hell no. <laughs> not at all. Not even close. No. There's nothing there. Where would they even cook it there? I have, I'm so disturbed. That's, I, that might be my least favorite one so far. <laughs> okay. Well, there's still more. Um, donut holes may not be sold. Do you approve? <laughs> Absolutely not. Sometimes the donut holes are better than the donut. Also, fun fact, this was actually officially repealed in 1997. Thank God. <laughs> like the fact, can you imagine going into a meeting and being like a council person and going into a meeting and be like, okay, we're going to repeal the Donut Hole Act? I mean, I mean, wow. I would love to be a fly on that wall. Seriously. Okay. Um, men aren't allowed to run around with shaved chests. Do you approve? This would really put a wrench in me and my plans. I mean, Sylvia Ann Driscoll would be all over this. <laughs> um, <laughs> Call back. <laughs> I mean, I... Who cares? What does okay. she... What does it mean, like, like, run around with shaved chests? Like, they're going on a jog, or they're like... I don't know. It's up for interpretation, I guess. Oh, then I... I, I mean, I disapprove. Stop. Here's my thing. Stop telling people what they can do with their bodies. <laughs> Period. The end. The okay. end. Not uh, up for discussion. Here's another one <laughs> you're going to love. Is right on that note. Uh, mothers can't give their daughters perms without a state license. Do you approve? Actually, yes. <laughs> no one okay. should be getting a perm. It is not 1984. Right. Well, one, no one should be getting perms. Okay, wait a second. Also, a perm is not permanent, so why do they call it a perm? Well, here's the thing, though. It means, depending on if you're white or a person of color, perms mean different things. Okay, this is clearly, this is from in Nebraska, Annie. These are all, this is a white person thing. Okay, well, then I completely say they should not be able to do that. But you were, add to your, to adding to your other point, what were you saying? You were, because they mean different things? Yeah, so like for black women, when you perm your hair, you straighten it. Okay. And so, like, I mean, I'm not going to get political, but <laughs> I mean, you just have to be careful because it's a lot of chemicals. Okay, great. Okay, and the last one, <clears throat> it is illegal to go whale fishing. Do you approve? <laughs> <laughs> this is a real current law in Nebraska. Okay, for people that cannot locate Nebraska on a map, it is completely landlocked. Like and the I think landlocked you could possibly get. Possibly. And I think we have maybe 10 man-made lakes <laughs> in the whole state. Maybe. So we, we do don't have an even... aqua. We have the Ogallala Aquifer, which is underneath. Yeah, but pretty sure there aren't whales living there. Nope. Doubtful. There's... Not even whales at the Omaha Zoo. Oh my God, there's not. No. So like where, why? Like whose initiative was that? Who thought of that? Like, were they afraid that like, who, were they can afraid you find that out? Does it, does it say who proposed that bill? 
I don't think so. I when I looked it up, it just said it just said the law. I could That is and- the definition of someone that just wanted to like make the history books. Or just wanted to be like um some what okay, hang on, let's see. I just looked this up. Honestly, that's a that's a law Trump would do just so that he could be like, but look at all the good I did for the whales in Nebraska. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, it's just to get like it's just to have the like somebody be able to say you did something. Yeah. It doesn't, I'm looking at these websites and it doesn't say anything. Um, it doesn't say any reason why, which is so stupid. I mean, no, I definitely do not approve. Cause you should be able to go whale fishing if you want. 100%. Get after it. Get after it. Get after it. All right. That's all I got. All right. Well, that was fun. To our people in Nebraska, we love you. We love you. Even though we spent most of this time making fun of the state, I adore you, and we would not be who we are without Nebraska. Oh, that was very, that was a very nice cap. Thank you. And also stop doing dumb shit over (laughs) there, too. Okay, I just want everyone to remember that on this episode, I was the nice one. Okay, guys, well, make sure that you are following us on Instagram at Nobody's Pod, at Annie underscore Wilk, at Bryce Advice. It's the same on TikTok. On Twitter, we're at Nobody's The Pod, at Bryce Advice, at Annie underscore Wilk. Um, you can email us at noexpertallopinion at gmail.com. I think that's it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We hope you have a great weekend. And more importantly, a safe and healthy week. Thanks, guys. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by me, Annie Wilkinson, and Bryce McClay. It is recorded in a small, crummy apartment in North Hollywood, California. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.